three, two, one, cue my theme song. I, Professor Burkhead, took some old spare parts and built a new machine to reveal just what is in our hearts, to connect with animals and people and bridge that great divide. I have to keep my work a secret, so in space I would reside. I fueled my rocket, I took a flyer, and on my space station, I built the unifier. Now it's a perfect fit for both archaeologists and ravens. What a treat to invite this pairing up to my haven. Perhaps I should have spruced up the place, but we'll have to make do, because this is the time. Yeah, baby, it's the brew, because this is the place where I say it's nice to meet you. <laughs> now that's a theme song. Before we get to the show, if you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com slash subscribers. That's gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Ah, Unifier, you and I have spent many happy hours together, so why not chalk up another one? Two more test subjects, if you please. Unifier operational. Oh, all right. (laughs) Well, this ought to be very curious indeed. Uh, Welcome aboard. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear it. Taylor, could you turn on the translator, please? Thank you, Taylor. I am Professor Jameson Burkhead. This is my laboratory slash space station, also known as the Unifier, and you two have just been selected to be part of the greatest scientific experiment in human history, so congratulations to you both. Yes, thank you. It's a real honor. Well, I'm glad to hear that. You know, some people come up here and they've got a bit of a sour attitude about it. No, I think it's exciting. I think it's pretty exciting, too. Thank you. Uh, now I'm just going to seal the two of you inside this chamber here. Oh. I'm up here in the observation booth now. Can you see me from here? Oh, hello. Well, uh, you'll be here as long as it takes to bring your minds into a state of conjunction. Uh, you know, uh, find the places where your lives overlap. Conjunction. Unification. I appreciate someone with some intelligence. It's often very hard to find that out in the wild. You on the left, uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us uh, who you are and where you're from? Animal. Introduction. My name is Aloysius Storkborn III, and I am from Earth. Well, uh, Aloysius Storkborn, thank you so much for participating in the experiment. Uh, Oh, you're quite welcome. Anything to enhance scientific knowledge is something that I don't find myself uh, having the opportunity to do, being a raven. When you get back down to Earth, I really wish you could spread the word in the animal kingdom that being part of a scientific experiment is a good thing. Because I have had some, I don't want to point fingers, but I have had some animals up here who are real wet blankets. That sounds about right. Yeah, I had an armadillo up here one time who was just a tough customer start to finish. They're the worst, and they're impossible to open up when you want to eat them. You know, I I didn't try, but I have to agree, it probably would have been pretty difficult. Now, uh, you on the right, thank you so much for joining us. Why don't you tell us uh, who you are, where you're from, and what is it that you do? Human Introduction Oh, hello, my name is Louise Canterbury. I am an archaeologist, and I'm originally from upstate New York. Well, Louise Canterbury, what a treat. Uh, You're our very first archaeologist aboard the Unifier. Oh, that's very exciting. I love to be the first one. That's what I like to do, you know, is try and find out about the the early humans. So it's exciting for me to get to be one of the first uh, humans aboard the space station. Uh, Of the archaeologist type, of course. 
I will say we've had a number of humans aboard, but the very first archaeologist. And yes, I suppose in a way, as an archaeologist, you are breaking new ground. Breaking new ground, that's a good way to put it. Well, in service of, of getting our minds into that uh, state of unification, uh, Louise Canterbury, why don't you tell us, uh, what's a regular day like for an uh, archaeologist such as yourself? Sometimes I'm out doing digging, you know? trying to find artifacts from ancient human civilizations, depending on where it is, or I might be doing research, trying to figure out about the artifacts that I've found. But my favorite part is certainly the digging. That's very fun. Now, what is it that you enjoy about the digging? Well, you just never know what you're going to find, you know? You might dig up an old bowl, or a jewel, or a bone. Now, Louise Canterbury... You just named three objects, which to me are different levels of exciting. I think finding anything about ancient humans is its just the most exciting thing, no matter what it is, because then you're learning something, you know? Well, you make a good point. I suppose if you found an old bowl, it would tell you, well, they must have eaten something out of the bowl. It's true. You never know what you'll discover. Well, you're clearly on your way to becoming a professor of archaeology. A very noble goal, if I do say so myself. And, uh, Aloysius Storkborn, what's a regular day like, uh, for a raven? Ah, yes. Well, I suppose that I wake up and speak with my mate. Uh, We discuss things like, what shall we eat today? Then I go and I fetch the food, I bring it back, we eat, we tend to our young, and I defend our nest. Aloysius Storkborn, I will not test the defenses on your nest. Uh, They seem considerable. Now, I'm going to deactivate the suspension field separating the two of you, so you may interact with one another physically, if you so choose. Deactivating force field. Hello. Hello. I've never met a raven before. This is very exciting. You've never met a raven. We're quite common. In fact, I'm a common raven. I've seen one. I just haven't ever spoken to one before. I can tell you are a raven and not a crow based on the uh, shape of your tail. Well, I've never seen it because I can't really... Hold on. It's quite nice. You've got more of a wedge-shaped tail as opposed to a fan-shaped tail. Well... Louise Canterbury, you seem to be fairly knowledgeable about your uh, North American birds. Oh, you know, I've seen a few. Aloysius Storkborn, I must ask, is it offensive to a raven to suggest they might be a crow? Yes, but uh, honestly, I don't know why. They seem fine. We're just told from a young age that the crows are, are stupid. And we never really explore what that means. So sort of culturally, there's an attitude of like, hey, you know, the crows, you know, they're no ravens. Honestly, we we ravens have very few natural predators um, because we are so smart and so able when it comes to defending our nests. Now, Aloysius Storkborn, how is it that the raven is considered smarter than other birds? We are told that the raven gods blessed us with our extreme intelligence and our very sharp talons. Did you know that we are the only species of bird that can remember actual faces? Wow, is that true? I could close my eyes and remember who you are. Most other birds are very stupid and can't do that. But I'm not very good with uh, names, but faces I'm very good with. Okay, that's fine. You know, that's sort of asking a lot of a raven. Now, Louise Canterbury, if you don't mind me asking, ravens sort of tie into your work as well. Is that not true? Oh, sure. Uh, Aloysius Storkborn, do you have any concept of where the raven fits in, like, human mythology? I don't know if that gets back to ravens. Oh, it gets back to us, and I have to admit, we enjoy it. Oh, really? Mm, yes. Uh, it seems that over the years, we have developed a reputation as something sinister. Uh, we are often thought to be 
an omen of death. How do you feel about that? Honestly, it's um, nice to be thought of at all. Interesting. Well, I'm afraid we must move forward with the experiment. This is a section of the experiment called the Introduction of the Random Object, a.k.a. the IRO. Taylor, you want to go ahead and drop in the IRO? Introduction of Random Object. Oh, boy, those are just getting everywhere. I'm sorry about that. There's so many of them. Oh, look at these. They're so small and so... Oh, they're so shiny. Did these come from Michael's? These just look like your regular common hobby beads. Does Michael know you have his beads? Because I would really appreciate it if I could take some of these back to my nest. <laughs> oh, Aloysius Torkward, uh, feel free to take as many beads as you require. Uh, I only need one or two, really. That's all I can... Oh, yeah, no pockets, yeah. These beads are interesting because we've been making beads out of all kinds of things for thousands of years and using them to make jewelry and decorations and I guess even ravens like to decorate with beads. It's quite a fascination for human and raven alike. My mate will enjoy these. Louise Canterbury, I don't know if you know any sort of traditional beadwork technique, but if you, I don't know, if you'd care to exchange your bead-based knowledge, uh, that might be fruitful. Listen, I love to do a craft, so I don't know how much time we've got here, but if anybody could get us some thread... Uh, Taylor, do we? Yes, we do have some string. Okay, we're dropping down some twine as well. Goodness, this is exciting. Yes, thank you. This is interesting. Oh, uh, Aloysius, can you can you stop taking no. them? I'm trying to... Oh, I, I was just trying to... to, to... Okay, Aloysius, I, you said you only need one or two, but I can see you have dozens stuffed under your wings. And they're falling out every time you, you move. What? <laughs> you're just... You're hogging all the beads. Fine. Look, I made a bracelet. Do you like it? Well, that's, that was quite quick. You know, a lot of practice. Well, I suppose so, yes. Aloysius, what do you think? I... I think it's fantastic. You can wear it, if you'd like. It would be more of a necklace for you. Yes, 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 put it on me, yes. I think that looks really nice on you. Yes, my maid will love this. I will also do a craft. All I require is a pound of seeds. (laughs) I suppose if it's for the experiment, uh... Yes, yes it is. So I'm dropping in one pound of seeds. (laughs) Yes, well... Okay, uh, you seem to just be cramming as much seed into your mouth as you can. Oh, this craft is delicious. Aloysius Storkborn, where are the seeds? In my belly. You know, I dropped down that seed in good faith that you were making some sort of craft. I am one pound of seed mush in my belly. I thought this was some sort of cultural exchange, but you've what you've done is tricked me. You've tricked me. I have one up to you, human. Well, tricks notwithstanding, our shared love of beads has us up at 71%, but... Perhaps there's something more we could do to increase our unification. Well, I do like problem solving, and this is quite the problem. Professor Louise, do you enjoy the playing of games? I love to play games, and I love to learn about games, and I love to learn about games that we've played for thousands of years. Do you have a new game? I do enjoy games as well, and I like to um, make toys out of things near me and, and play with my fellow ravens. Aloysius, is this true? Ravens make toys and play with each other? Yes, we do. We make the toys, we break twigs and, and turn them into swords and fight each other and... Oh, that's very cute. Yes, it is adorable. What about this? What if I take off a feather? Oh! Oh, careful, Aloysius Storkborn. Uh, and then I will will take off another feather. Ouch! Okay, Professor Louise, here is your feather. Mm, thank you so much. And here's my feather. And now we take a bead 
and we play featherball. The idea is to bat the bead using a feather and keep the bead betwixt you and I. You know, ironically, we have a similar game as humans. We do. It's called tennis, which I'm not sure the origin of. It doesn't really explain anything about the game. Tennis. Hmm. I prefer featherball, but that's fine. Humans have been hitting balls with things for thousands of years, and I'm so glad to know that our, uh, raven friends are doing the same, I suppose. Well, if you've been doing this for thousands of years, I bet you're pretty good at it. Well, I personally haven't been doing it for thousands of years, but I'm, I'm glad to give it a shot. Ready? Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, I missed that one. Very small target, uh, Louise Canterbury. Move a little closer. That might help, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh. Oh! Oh, you got it! <laughs> <laughs> this is quite fun. Unification complete. <laughs> and with this Raven game exchange, we have achieved a full unification! Congratulations <gasps> to you both! Oh my goodness, do we get a prize? What happens now? Do we get some kind of certificate that I could show off the other ravens? You know, these are both excellent ideas, but unfortunately, all you get is the satisfaction of knowing you've helped contribute to the sum total of human knowledge. What about raven knowledge? Well, I I suppose in a way we've also contributed to raven knowledge. I think we have. Good. Well, uh, unfortunately, upon achieving unification, you only have about 20 seconds before you're sent back to Earth, so if you have anything to say one another, uh, yes, I would do it quickly. Aloysius, it was so nice to meet you. I promise I'll never try and eat your seed. But I'd love to play, what was it, Featherball? Featherball. With you anytime. <laughs> well, Louise, I wish you luck on your, what I presume to be, an examination to become a professor. I think you have what it takes. Thanks, Aloysius. Very kind of you to say, Aloysius Storkborn. We, of course, can always use more professors in this world. But now I must say to both of you, farewell. Wow, Taylor, ravens really are a lot like humans. They play games, they enjoy, you know, beads and jewelry, they even play tricks to get what they want. Because this is the time! Yeah, baby, it's the groove! Because this is the place where I say it's nice to meet you! Boy, I don't know how we're going to replace that seat. I shouldn't have given the whole pound. I knew that was way too much for one raven. Hi, it's me, Jess. This is a message for all the Six Minutes podcast fans out there. Have you heard? There are new episodes in the Six Minutes feed called The Ivan Dispatch. I won't go into details, but Ivan found something. A box containing audio cassettes recorded decades ago. And it looks like they were recorded by Cyrus. If you're a fan and you're not following the show, you may have missed out. Search for Six Minutes and click the follow button so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't heard Six Minutes yet, what are you waiting for? Search for Six Minutes, start a season one, episode one, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history.